I'm Steve Boyd from Walking the Walking Dead, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to now, the opinions expressed are those of each individual. You can check out other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. We are on the air with episode 105 of Unqualified Gamers, a video game podcast. Is my right? Is the right mic set up? Yep, there we go. Cool. Look at that. Look at how progressive we are. Not, And I don't mean sexually, although I don't know how you roll, but how progressive we are with our... With our uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember why I started to say that, but we are progressive, and we have a guest that is racially diverse, uh, Frieza, purple skin, gold armor. And the, and the gold armor is not canon It yet. is canon. It will be canon. That is what I just said. It's not canon yet. I like Nick Cannon. Well, um, happy St. Patrick's Day. Look at the Irish. There's the Guinness, uh, we lad. And you're not Irish. You're Scottish. Right. I'm wearing a City Rockford Pipe Band t-shirt. Right. City of Rockford Pipe Band. And if I keep right. standing higher, then you would see my rotch. That is Irish for a crotch. I don't think that's true. I believe the Irish for crotch is probably crotch, as they speak English. Doesn't that make them American? Oh, I, uh, look at that. We, a wee lass, a wee lass on the program. I, okay, so, so I really don't know what's going on, listener, and I, I, I'm Frieza. And I do apologize for, I don't know, whatever Cody has gotten us into this time. I feel like we're on some bad Saturday morning cartoon. We kind of are. Yeah. Um, Only well, it's a nightmare ride that I can't get off. Here's what, here's what happened. All right. First of all, it's St. Patrick's Day, the day we're recording this, which means that by the time I post this, the audio remastered version of this episode, all of our St. Patrick's Day references will be obsolete. Mm-hmm. However, I still thought it would be important to drink to drink a wee Guinness, lad. That's not, it's not a good impression, impression, and I'm aware of that, and I'm not even really trying. Um, but they were brought to me as a gift from a friend, and this friend and I have played local multiplayer in a game that we have done much discussion about on this podcast um, called Hyrule Warriors. And so I thought to myself, maybe we should lay this bed to rest, because for the last, like, ten episodes, John, Nathan, you and I have been talking about Hyrule Warriors... And whether it's a good game. So I thought no, we established it's not a good game. It's okay, a fun right. game. Well, we'll get into that in, a, in a, shortly. Um, in a wee bit. In a wee bit. Ah, huh? see you did there. Um, so that, that's why that's, that's happening. But then he has to go. So there's that. But, um, but before we... And so, so on this episode, listener, we, I will launch into Hyrule Warriors local multiplayer just a bit with our guest, Gold Frieza. And then, um, John, we'll talk Heroes of the Storm, because I guess you've been playing that some more, correct? Yep, absolutely. Cool. Um, in the midst of all this, I'll be drinking a Guinness. Um, but I, um, sometimes we skim over what we did over the weekend, but I had something awesome happen to me. So I want to talk about weekends first. But let's start with you. Um, I feel like this weekend was really busy. I had, You know what? Now that we've got a kid, now we're being invited to kids' birthday parties. So that's what I did on Sunday. I did a kid's birthday. I did a... a a baby birthday party. Those and are the then, best. And then, yeah, it was like we were all super drunk. Even the kids. 
Yeah, I, well, I mean, that's the only way to get them to sleep sometimes. So uh, we did that, and then we bought we bought Max's first pair of shoes, which... Did you know that baby shoes can be really expensive? I mean, I'm assuming baby anything can be really expensive. Has he just been wearing moccasins to this point? Hippies? Uh, no shoes. Even hippier. Even hippier. So... Uh, we went and bought him shoes, and that was like that was like the highlight of my weekend was buying my son's shoes. That was it. That was basically all I did all weekend. And and the the crazy part is that small endeavor felt like it took my entire weekend, and it didn't. But it, that's just kind of life. That's kind of life right now. So that was my weekend. Mystery guest, whom I don't have a picture of, but have a ninety nine percent indication of who you are. You're Frieza, because I told you my name is Frieza. You're Frieza. How was your weekend? My weekend was excellent. I worked. Yeah, I was actually just going to ask you if you were uh, working. Uh, Now, you kill Dragon Ball characters. And vampires. Right, that's your job. Right. And that's kind of a full-time gig nights and weekends as well. Yeah, there's always people that need to die. Yeah, no, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, and then Cody, while Frieza was killing people and working, um, what did you do? That was so awesome. Why do you need to, why do you need to take up everybody's time that is so valuable on this St. Patrick's Day with your own stories? Actually, Jonathan, I was going to talk about the other thing you did this Monday evening, which was your idea. Yeah, but that wasn't on the weekend. Yeah, but it was... But that was a... It was. was. No, that was a cool thing. So, uh, listener, Cody is referring to a new project that we've launched. uh, And, yeah, I guess it's my idea, but it's certainly not the kind of thing that I would ever be able to do by myself. So, uh, there were a couple of us that got together on Monday to uh, film the first... Well, I guess we can call them episodes of a new show called Unqualified Experts. Now, this is not a video game-related endeavor that we have embarked on, but we'll do some some cross-promotion of this other new show. It's basically just a bunch of people that know everything about a subject and then tell you all about it in a funny way. But, I mean, we know everything about it, so we make sure to pick subjects that we're very well-versed in. But, yeah, we got together, and uh, this one, we just had... One of the things that we all have a, a vast interest in is um, is old American literature. And so our first episode, we picked Charles Dickens. Yeah. It's the oldest American literature, really, unless you count the dinosaurs. Right. So we talked we talked a good length for about 25 minutes about Charles Dickens. And I, I think it actually turned out pretty well. I was entertained. I mean, I was in it, but I watched it back and it was entertaining. Yeah. So, listener, uh, you can actually find that and we can go through that at the end of the episode. You can actually find that on our... On our YouTube channel, right? That's the easiest place to find it? Yes. Right now it's just on a YouTube channel, but I'll, I'm looking into other distribution methods. Uh, but there will be a playlist for unqualified experts, and you'll be able to find it right there. It's uh, youtube.com slash unqualified podcast, or search for unqualified gamers on YouTube, and uh, unqualified experts is the show. It's fun. And it's more than just me and John, so if you enjoy our show, but maybe you don't have 100%, 100,000% interest in video games, but you think that like we're kind of mildly entertaining sometimes or whatever, um, you can check this show out. It's shorter. It's all video. It's got a cast of colorful characters. And, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a, I thought it went, it went better than I expected. 
because John was involved, so I really, frankly, expected it to uh, go the way of Namek. Am I right, Frieza? Uh. So I'll drink to that. So that was another cool thing that happened this weekend. Um, what are you drinking, John? I'm drinking a Guinness as we do this. I'm drinking an Irish wine. Is that what does that mean? It came out of a box, like in Ireland. Good. All right. Cool. I'm fine with that. Um, so this weekend, so I've talked about dumpster diving on this podcast, right? And how I was going to start doing it. Yeah. No, it was like a hobby that you wanted to get into, which is mm-hmm. really messed up. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So um, on Saturday, I, I'm... I'm. <laughs> do you have hep B? No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you do. If you, especially if you got it while dumpster diving, your new favorite hobby. So... I'm I'm in the market for apartments because I want to move closer to downtown now that I can afford to do so because I mislike my commute in Chicago. So I'm looking at apartments. So I saw an apartment in Lakeview, which is where I used to live, actually. And um, and then afterwards, it had nothing to do. So my girlfriend and I are walking around. And then we went to a bookstore for a long time. And, part, and she sat at a uh, – we found a coffee shop, sat down for a minute. And she had just gotten this book. And she was like, well, I'm going to read this book if you want to, like, because I wanted to go dumpster diving. I was like, well, I'm going to check out a couple alleys in this neighborhood. <laughs> She's like, okay. I'm a common thing that people say. I mean, like, yeah, no, that's that's very normal. This is, yeah, nor- very, this is normal behavior. Very normal. So I, I go around a couple, around the alley. I pop open a couple dumpsters, and there's there's a lot of trash in there, oddly. Oh, yeah. No, really? Yeah, it was weird. Wait, you didn't, you didn't immediately find a bag with a dollar sign on it? Like, when you opened up? The dumpster that wasn't the first thing you saw well, what, about so hypo, what about what about hypodermic needles what about it used did you find those in there um used use, hypodermic needles i use steel welding gloves um, i don't think you did i, I do don't i have welding gloves in my kitchen that i would literally get but i'm not going to but i have steel welding gloves because i bought them for my dr horrible costume before realizing they don't really look like dr horrible's gloves so i stopped using them but they're like steel wool uh welding gloves or steel whatever it is. Steel reserve welding gloves. So they're like... They're in, it's harder and for me need, to get... And they're needle resistant. They're needle resistant. They're not needle immune, but they're... Because all those welders and all of the needles that they come in contact with. They really need those gloves for that. So anyway, so I get to one, and there's this older gentleman who... Um, he didn't. He didn't really look homeless at all, actually. But he was older, but was kind of raggedy dressed. And he was sitting there, and there were two big suitcases open, and then this dumpster was wide open. I, I glanced in the dumpster, and there's like a bunch of shirts in there, like brand new shirts right on top and everything. And I figured this guy's a dumpster diver too, because there is like an actual community of – there's a subreddit. I mean, of course there is, but this is a thing that I'm not the only one on the earth that does this or is interested in doing this. So I, I figure, well, open dumpster. He's got some luggage. Dumpster diver, right? So I'm like, uh, hey, uh, any good stuff in here or something? And kind of like feeling out the situation. And he's like, no, nah, just getting rid of some of my wife's stuff or my ex-wife or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So I started talking to this dude. And uh, and I said something like, yeah, you never know what you can find in dumpsters. And then he goes into this big story about how we're right by the Walmart dumpster, Walmart Express. And he's like, just a week ago. They someone smashed a bottle of Corona or something or a beer and it, it spilled all over a bunch of other beers. So they brought out all these cases of beer and just sat them on the dumpster like they were going to throw them out. And he tells me the story of how Walmart Express just brought out like six packs and twelve packs of like Sam Adams and Coors and Miller Lite and all these things and just sat 
cases and cases of beer next to the dumpster to throw out. Um, and then launched into the saga about he how he grabbed a bunch and then like was like ran to Clark Street and tried to get people to go. He's like, "There's free beer, there's free beer," but like anybody that talks to you in Chicago basically is assumed to be homeless. So he's like, yeah, and they were all thought I was a bum. They, and I was like, I got money. He like pulls out a wad of cash. He's like, I'm showing him. I'm like, I got money. I'm not asking for money. I'm telling you there's free beer in the alley. So um, it was just kind of, kind of a funny story. And he's telling me about this. And then we started Was he about, homeless? He wasn't. No. No. I no. mean, really. Like, no. Really, the story gets way better. So I don't remember how it happened, but he said something like, yeah, I've even got a license or something. He shows me his driver's license is on like a thing around his neck, like one of those like badge holders like we wear at conventions. I don't know why, but he like shows it to me. It's got his name and address and he lives in Elgin. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And, uh, and he says something. He's like, you know, he said something about drumming and he was like, look me up. And he goes, go on Google and search for Dino Dinelli. And so I Googled Dino Dinelli, and the guy's got a Wikipedia page, and he was talking about being a drummer. He was one of the founding members of the Misfits or the Rascals? Misfits or Rascals? I always forget. I don't know why. Both, both of those are bands. Both of those are bands. Um, I'm going to look it up because it's going to bother me. But, um, but if you Google Dino Dinelli, you'll see it, and he's got a Wikipedia page. The guy, he's like... He's he's rated as one of Rolling Stone's most underrated drummers of all time. He's performed with Jimi Hendrix. He went on tour with Black Sabbath. He lived with Jim Morrison for a and period he, of time. And now he's a homeless dumpster diver. He's in Chicago? not homeless. This is the thing. This is the thing. And like, I mean, I pull up his picture and he, he takes off his hat and it's the guy. He had shown me, he's literally shown me his driver's license. Like this was the guy. And I read the page more later and it's, this is the guy. For fun, for like a hobby, he buys um, storage units that get auctioned off, you know, like in storage wars and then sells the stuff. And he had like two rolling suitcases because he just came down from the burbs and was going to go to this Plato's Closet place to resell some clothing of his, like, now estranged or who knows, whatever, this woman that he lived with or whatever, uh, and just stop by this dumpster. But just by, like, stopping and talking to this random dude, I end up talking to this, like, legendary rock drummer. And we got on the subject because his hat, he had one of those U.S., you know, veteran hats, and it had the purple heart patch on it. And I go, oh, do you have a purple heart? And he's like, oh, I got three of them. And he starts telling me about how he got three purple hearts when he was in Nam for, like, seven years on and off. And he's like, yeah, when I got back, I grew my hair out. And all these people are just like, oh, you're a damn draft dodger. You're a hippie. You got your hair growing out. You're a rock and roll guy. And the guy has three purple hearts and uh, had been in Nam for like several years. And I talked to the guy for like an hour. So- I want to tell, tell you something. Um, I pretty much exclusively work with mental health patients now. <laughs> and uh, there are... And there are some mental health patients with severe schizophrenia, uh-huh. and it is uh, it is it's severe enough to where they can make up lots of stories about themselves, and they believe them uh-huh. because their alternate personas may have lived the lives in which they are believing that they have lived. 
And then they tell you that with enough conviction to convince you that they are in fact true. And uh-huh. oftentimes they live in the alleys of big cities. So forgive me if I can only think that you may have been duped. And I think you might have just talked to a very severely mentally ill person. Not accurate. Could have been. So he showed me his driver's license with his first and last name on it. These people go to great lengths. I don't think that a homeless person mm, would just, have faked his identity I'm to letting, become this other dude. I'm letting you know. And he looked exactly like the pictures that I searched for. It's an impressive story. It is an awesome story. And it is true, and it definitely happened, and it was not a mental patient. I think the more important thing is, did you find anything in the dumpsters? Uh, that is a story I will save for next week. Okay. All right. We, here at Unqualified Gamers, have an issue with a particular game. Do, do we have an issue with a game? Yes. You insist that it is not a good game. I want to know how you define good in this in this episode. As soon as I fix my microphone, it's the most awkward transition I've ever ever made. Tell me, explain. I think I explained this like two episodes ago. Like no, 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 we no, no, had no. this exact discussion. No, we did. We had this exact discussion. And four episodes ago. But uh, I want to bring into contention the. Here's what I want to say. Whether a game is good or not is subjective. False. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's true. And I, I don't think that your definition of good is right. Oh, okay. Which is an objective <laughs> statement. And that is an objective statement. I understand. Okay. So I guess I I guess I just assumed that when I say an opinion about something, it can be taken as my opinion, and that it is in fact subjective. That I'm not like when I say that a game is not a good game, but it is a fun game. Like I'm not objectively saying that. I'm saying I've, I believe that it is inferred that that is my opinion. That I'm saying that it is not a good game, it is a fun game. But that is my opinion. But it's wrong. And this is this is the impasse that is occurring on episode 105 of Unqualified Gamers. That was the longest intro ever. Okay, so explain to me why I'm wrong with my opinion. Well, let's talk about local multiplayer. Because Blake and I have played it. I've played it. Ish. Um, I... I'm going to say there's one little issue with local multiplayer. It's maybe not wonderful with Hyrule Warriors that I have not discussed before. Um, I think I, I may have mentioned uh, multiplayer, you do not get a split screen. One person plays on the gamepad and the other person plays on the TV. Which, uh, you know, if you have a large TV, then perhaps the person with the gamepad is at a disadvantage. Like, or not, it's just not, I don't know. I played on the game. They're at a disadvantage with fun. Right. Wait, who? Wait, so so fun is winning? Uh, No, I actually liked the gamepad because Blake had to play on the TV, which means, so 
It is compatible, obviously, with the Wii U gamepad, which is what you're used to. Or you can use a Wii U Pro Controller, which is obviously also good, because the Wii U Pro Controller is, like, a really... Do you have one? No, okay. So it's, like, a really good controller, right? And it's got... It's just, like, a good, solid controller. I have a Wii U remote, like, a Wii remote, rather, with a classic controller. One would think you can plug in the classic controller... And use the classic controller as well, since you can use the Wii U Pro controller and you can use the Wii U gamepad, and the classic controller is the same layout, right? I would think that. Wrong. The only Wii controller compatibility is a Wii Remote and Nunchuck. I imagine that's probably pretty uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because in order to do a strong attack, I believe, you have to shake the controller. <laughs> The controls were not intuitive. Yeah. Oh, that's horrendous. Entire level, and I didn't know how to do a strong attack. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, we did play actually quite a bit, and Blake did not know how to uh, work it. So what you're saying is that you were able to play for quite a bit, and and progress. I'm just assuming here that you were able to progress with Blake not being able to use one of two attacks in the game. Well, there are only, and, you know... And then you're going to... And then, and, so then, and, then, and then you're going to t- come back at me and tell me that my opinions are incorrect about the game maybe not being the best game, but being well, a fun Cody's game. Cody's opinion about your opinions. Okay. Yeah. Blake- I, think, I think you've both spent about five times each more time playing this game than I have. It might be true. Look, you know what else is true? That I can control the Triforce with a remote. Yeah, so, that? so what about local multiplayer then? Because like it, I, it's a legitimate thing that I am, I am actually curious in because when I played the other Dynasty Warriors games with local multiplayer, they were actually super fun. Um, you share health. So like Blake died several times, which meant that we lost the mission. Oh, really? In my defense, I couldn't use a strong attack. <laughs> <laughs> In his defense, he couldn't use a strong attack. Okay. Um, it would be fun if one of the people were interested in the gameplay, but not interested in the game itself or progressing in the game. By progressing, I mean collecting all of the power-ups and gaining levels, which is the primary that, motivation uh, for spending uh, that's dozens yeah. of hours playing the game. Exactly. So, I mean, Blake's thing is he, like, yeah, he has the game. I have the game. So if he comes over and we play multiplayer, then he's unlocking stuff for me. And if I go to his place and play multiplayer, then I'm unlocking stuff for him. But there's no way to simultaneously unlock stuff. Right. And that is probably to the detriment of the design of the of the multiplayer. Like, maybe they could have made that work had they done it not local multiplayer. But they chose not to do that. And that's fine. Uh, but, like... Are you just saying that slaughtering everything it, all the time isn't, like, the most fun thing ever? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because that's the gameplay loop. That's what you're doing. That's what you're always going to be doing. Yeah, I don't understand. I thought there was a, a, an incredible amount of depth to the game, to be totally honest. Yeah? Um, I, I think Does that depth only become apparent when you cannot use a strong attack? Yeah, yeah. When you okay. have to, uh, so when you have to handicap, I see. When you have to handicap yourself as a player, that really is where the, re- that's where the depth of the game comes from. Now well, that's what I 
thought. Now you're making sense. But what's fun about it is, like, you can... <laughs> We're getting texts from listeners. A listener asks, what is happening? I don't really know. I know that I met a, uh, I met a famous, a legendary drummer in an alley that you insist was a whole crazy homeless person. Which is the most idiotic thing it I've ever heard. It could have been a celebrity and a crazy homeless person. <laughs> that's, that's, they're not mutually like, Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. he could be... The guy was totally legit. Depending on your that's, definition of legit. Of that's course. fine. We were talking about Hyrule Warriors. Oh, then Frieza was co-hosting a show, but then it turned into Blake. Or Blake just showed up in my apartment. Which happens from time to time with people... Uh, and I'm drinking Guinness, and we're Irish. He's drinking Guinness, too. Did you want a glass for that? No. I have a cool story about my Guinness glasses, too, but I'll save that for next year's St. Patrick's Day episode. Dumpster diving. I hope I'm not doing Sorry, this I ruined it. a full year from now. That's actually true that I did get this from off the streets. That's a story for another time. Um, so what do you think of Hyrule Warriors local multiplayer, John? I, I haven't tried it. I haven't played it. It was you that played it, and were going to convince me that that's why the game was good. Here's your plot hole. You have a baby. If the game's that easy and simple, then he should be able to play it. But it's not that easy and simple, is it? It's deceptively uh, difficult. Deceptive. It's deceptively deceptive. He could probably play it, just not using a strong Look, look, he mashes things super well. I mean, if, if of his talents, that is one of them. Okay, so if if you gave him a button that he needed to mash to do something, he would be all over it. So I actually think he could be of assistance in local multiplayer in Hyrule Warriors. Now, that being said, you really didn't sell me on it. Kind of at all. In fact, I am more skeptical to play it now than I was before you even tried to convince me that it was good. I mean, though, to be fair, if you have a pro controller, it's fine. Have you played with a pro controller? No, but it, a then pro how do you know that? U, because a pro controller is the Wii U gamepad minus the screen. It's the same thing. It's just going to play literally the exact same way. You won't have to shake it to do a strong attack. I like the concept of multiplayer, and I like the con- the idea that you can play multiplayer in any mode in the entire game, and that you can unlock stuff in adventure mode as long as one of you is playing as the uh, character that you need to use to unlock stuff. So if you're playing, like, boss rush battles and you need to stagger bosses quickly and you have double the attack power, like, it makes it much easier. So I would say it would be multiplayer is ideal for people who have friends who don't own the game or own a Wii U but want to play it because they won't care. They'll just want to play and kill things while you unlock stuff. But if you have friends that have the game, it's less appealing to them because they just probably want to unlock stuff because unlocking stuff is, like, half the fun of the game. And because they're probably already bored of playing their own game, and they're not going to want to spend more time with the repetitive gameplay unlocking things for someone else if it's not gaining them. I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's, 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 probably an accurate statement. So we have a listener, we have a listener question, and it's probably an appropriate question for St. Patrick's Day. Matthew Dixon asks, how drunk are you guys right now? Matt, I want you to know... I want you to know, and this is sad for me, that I am not drunk at all. And Cody really makes me wish I was, because it would make it much easier to be doing this episode right now. 
Cody, I don't know where you're at, but I think it's a little further than me. Cody's had half a beer, so he's wasted. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> but you've got your Irish vino, lad. Yeah. Uh, you'd. I think we need to stop talking about Hyrule Warriors completely. The game at this point in my life is a game that I'm continuing to play, and it's making me angry when I play it, because I don't know why I'm playing it anymore. Like, I... I got done playing it yesterday. I basically only play it when I'm exercising now. And I got done playing it, and I was like, I, I thought, I was thinking to myself that, like, I wasn't having fun anymore. And I'm still playing it. It's the most aggravating, infuriating game that I've played in a really long time. Are you aggravated and infuriated at the, the game or the player? It is a game that's kind of like running on a treadmill. It is. It goes that on is, forever. It does. It you goes feel on like forever. You getting somewhere, but you're not. It's the worst. I'm getting somewhere. Most of my map is clear. You saw that. Okay, we got a clear map. Well, thank God. That's like when you put those distance uh, goals on your treadmill. You can set it for like three hours. After two and a half hours, you'll be pretty close. But did you really get anywhere? Yeah. You got three hours of calories? Look. This was the epic climax of no longer ever talking about Hyrule Warriors on this podcast. Yeah, you... was having Blake Yeah, yeah, you really lived up to it. And talk about local multiplayer. And I still stand by... And actually, the only... Possibly the only person on the planet that's listened to every episode of our podcast, Ryan Dombrowski, who I'm sure is probably listening to this. Ryan is the only authority that can actually definitively tell us whether we talked more about Hyrule Warriors... Or Final Fantasy thirteen two, I think Hyrule Warriors beat the record, but I could be wrong. I hope not. Maybe it's because these episodes are longer, but we only talked for five or six. But then back in the thirteen two days, we had shorter episodes, but I talked about them for like ten. So I don't know. Oh, anyway, um, so Matthew Dixon, thank you for asking, and thank you for uh, being a huge fan of ours. Thank you for supporting us by donating us a uh, hundred dollars for listening really appreciate your um donation to support us uh hashtag unqualified gamers um and yeah i am i have had half a beer so i'm probably wasted as they would say in the wee country last lad what games have you been playing john uh i i've been playing title warriors And, and a huge mistake. And I also I also played some more Heroes of the Storm over this week. Uh and I still I still you can hear me talk all about that game on the last episode. Uh but I I do think that Heroes of the Storm is not as good of a game as League of Legends, but it is and I will stand I will stand by the statements I made last week. It's still a better game for me for me at this point in my life. So like it is definitely a, a the most accessible MOBA that's on the market right now and totally worth jumping into. Um, and there is, like like all of the rest of the good MOBAs, there's actually, like, once you fall down the rabbit hole of playing the game, there is a surprising amount of depth between each character and between the number of teams that you can create. Uh, but it is not as deep as uh, as the other MOBAs that are out there. So, like, if... If you want an introductory experience to the genre, it's totally the one to go with. Uh, they did just announce PAX was last week, I want to say. 
they announced a new map and they announced a new character, and that was a big deal for the the following the community that follows this game, um, which brings the map count up to I want to say six at this point, which is pretty cool because that's like the main diversity of the game and really the big separating point between this game and other MOBAs and that it takes place on multiple maps, whereas all other MOBAs basically take place on one map. No other MOBA. I mean, awesome Nuts does multiples, don't they? They do. They do. Awesome Knots is not... I feel like it doesn't fill the same space because it's a side-scroller. Like, this is your traditional, like, top-down perspective, point-and-click-on-stuff, isometric view MOBA. Yeah. Uh, awesome Knots is kind of its own special thing in my mind. It borrows from the genre, but it I don't think it really is, is a MOBA. Um, so, the... I really think, though, that like once this opens up, if you have any interest in the genre and you've not played a mobile before, you give it a shot. Uh, because it's, f- from what I can tell so far, it's it's really fun. It really is. And the, the champions are, the, they're heroes in this game. The heroes are very, very diverse. Um, and they do some things that like other MOBAs don't do a ton of. Like in League of Legends, very few characters can heal other characters. Um, and so when characters can't do have that ability of, of any kind, um, they're balanced very strongly around that ability. And that, like, if a character can heal, oftentimes they can't do much else for your team. Um, whereas in Heroes of the Storm, there are lots of different characters that can heal. And they heal in different ways. Um, and it just adds a different dynamic to your team build when you have characters that can heal on it. Uh, so it's, it's pretty fun. Then how are you supposed to become popular? Because my understanding was when you play a multiplayer game, like if you're the healer, you're basically in. That's how it works with WoW, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, I mean, this is not that kind of thing, though. Oh. Yeah, no, that's that's this is not that kind of thing. Um, so we did get another question now from Matthew Dixon again that says, Do you guys think uh, Here's the Storm is fun to solo in? A lot of people are debating whether it's a game you need a team or can manage to solo. I'll be honest, I've basically exclusively played the game solo um, by doing random matches with other humans. You can do bot matches as well, where you're where you're facing other um, just computer-controlled enemies. Um, I've pretty much solely gone to playing against other humans in solo queue, in, in queuing up for the game by myself... Or with one of my friends. Um, never a full team. And it's always been enjoyable. Now that being said, my you know summoner level, my hero level, like the you have a level for your your like avatar that controls all of these different heroes. It's only like level 13 or 14 or something out of a possible 40. So I have a long way to go in terms of playing the game before I really start to hit like the the that are actual experienced players, I guess. But so far, it's been a very enjoyable experience. Most of my matches have been close, um, which I guess doesn't seem to be the the standard. I guess a lot of the complaints that people are leveling with the game right now are that they seem to get in matches where they either stomp the opponents or they get completely stomped. But all of my matches have really been close that I've played of Heroes of the Storm. And that's really the best mobile game ever. Those are my favorite games of League of Legends are the ones that are super close. And those are my favorite games of Heroes of the Storm as well. Um, can you play as Link? He hasn't been announced yet. 
But it's still in beta. Okay. Then it's not a good game. Because Blake actually has a rating scale that's kind of interesting. It's the... You explain it. What is it? You explain it to me. Well, there's lots of, you know, essential characteristics that make a good game. One of the categories is how often Link is in it. Hyrule right. Warriors has that going for it. There's that. But you know, he, like, you can, he's in it pretty much any anytime you want. Anytime you want, but not not, not uh, almost anytime you want. But there's cutscenes and stuff. Like Legend of Zelda Link to the Past... Other than the intro, right? The intro and the ending. The only times without him. And then, like, Mario RPG? That's a good game. That's like an F, though. But he's in it. So it counts, right? Right. So, um, uh, so is here. So when you got into League of Legends, you were, like, kind of obsessed with it, right? Yeah. Like, you got really into it. Are you kind of obsessed with Here's the Story? No. No? Okay. No, it hasn't gripped me the same way. And to be perfectly honest, it makes me want to play League of Legends again. I knew you were going to say that. But I can't. And, and like, I, I just can't. Like, I, I don't have the time. Um, and you're a married man. Th- sure. And League of, League of Legends, either you're married or you're married to League of Legends. So, uh, yeah, like, I just, I, I just don't have the time to play it anymore. And like I said, I think it is a better game. I think League of Legends is a better game. But it's... It's not an accessible game, and I am—I can totally recognize that. It took me a very long time to understand anything about it. Um, so I—I like—I can't like recommend somebody just try to casually enter that that game and try to play it and play it well and have fun with it because you won't. Like you have to dedicate a lot of time to it. Yeah, not gonna do that. There—I don't like games that that require you to dedicate a lot of time to them. Like Hyrule Warriors. Doesn't count, because I'm... Vol- I can stop anytime I wanted to. The thing is, like, League of Legends... Like, I can stop that game and play it later. League of Legends, you can't just put down and not play, right? Like, that's, like, very, like... You're invested at that point. Yeah, I was pretty invested when I was playing that game on a regular basis. Yes. So that's a little different. So, I don't know. But, well, good. I'm glad... And are you going to start to play anything? Like, are you and I going to have anything new to talk about next week? I hope so, but I don't know. I can't guarantee that. Okay. Because I did buy Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Did I tell you this? Mm-mm. I just bought it literally Saturday or Sunday, and uh, I haven't played it yet, but I will. Do you think his head is a mushroom, or do you think he's wearing a mushroom hat? His head is a mushroom. He does take it off and use it as a mushroom hat in the Super Mario Brothers cartoon series, but that is not canon. Fact. Yeah. So his head is actually a mushroom. His head is actually a mushroom, yes. There's a very good Game Theory episode that just came out about Toad. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. I was just, I was literally just asking that question. Okay, because it's literally about Toad, and he addresses whether the hat is a hat or a head. And it's his head. That seems like a very severe tumor. Well, if or and it's it's, it's very like in the term in terms of like tumors, it's super big. Like that's a big tumor. Blake's a doctor. You would know. Is it a it's, big? It's too big to remove. Most likely. I mean, it's probably going to kill him. It's Unfor- terminal. Yeah, unfortunately. Terminal Which is, is where you go in Major's mask, right? So close. So is there a game theory that Treasure Toad or Toad's treasure tracker is actually all in his mind when he's in a coma? 
No, but I think I'm going to upload uh, to their forums a game theory that Toad is actually a homeless schizophrenic who just thinks he's Toad, but he's really just a homeless guy. And he just happens to look like Toad and act like Toad and live in the Mushroom Kingdom and work for Princess Peach and, and have friends with other Toads. But that doesn't mean he's actually Toad. He's actually a homeless man with schizophrenia. That sounds like that could be a, like an actual person. It is just a theory. A game theory. Thanks for watching. Pretty sure uh, you have to give some of the income of this episode. Back. Yeah, I think um, you just kind of screwed well, the pooch on that I one. like MatPat. I like me some MatPat. Go watch Game Theory. Please like, subscribe, everybody. Hey, go to YouTube.com slash Podcast. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give me money for PlayStation 4. Did you hear about that? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else about Heroes of the Storm or any other games? Jonathan? No. No. What is this Final Fantasy type O or whatever this type. thing you're all hard about now? So, Type Zero came out today. It's out? It just came out today with a Final Fantasy 15 demo. If you buy the game, you also get the Final Fantasy 15 demo. Um, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One exclusives. It might actually just be on PlayStation 4. It's a PSP title that's been ported to the PlayStation 4 with obviously HD graphics. That's what they were going for. Um, And it's an action RPG where you play as one of 14 different um, students that are at this academy. And keep in mind that this is just me talking about what I think I know about this game. So you you're part of this academy and there's like a there there's war going on between various nations and each of the students at this academy each has a different weapon and they all uh, control very differently. There are weak attacks and strong attacks and you can hit the weak attack button three or four times and then the strong attack button and it creates a combo. And occasionally in no, okay. So then <laughs> It's so, starting to sound really familiar. Before before the weak and strong attack thing, all of what I said was true. So, like, there's 14 different characters, and they all have different weapons. Um, and there's, like, a story that's that's being told throughout the game, which will give you missions where you have to go onto a battlefield with three other computer-controlled characters. Um, so it's just you, three other AI-controlled characters, and you have to t- kill stuff in in accordance with whatever mission you've been sent on. But then there's also a bunch of... There's an overworld map and then a bunch of side quests that you can discover as well that bring you to places where you're fighting stuff. I, I mean, that's... And that's what I know about the game. It's an it's an action RPG, though, compared to, like, your standard Final Fantasy game being a turn-based type thing. Right. Why are you so excited about it? Uh, it's just... It's been talked about that the battle system's really fun. And it has a Final Fantasy XV demo, which I'm super interested in. Yeah, right. All right. Well, if anybody uh, wants us to review it on this podcast, feel free to give me money for a PlayStation 4. <laughs> it's a good plug. I I came to a moral... Um, a moral... Uh, not a dilemma, per se, but a moral... Like a, like a, a moral... Im, not an impasse. Not just a, a moral thing happened, right? So, like... You're you'll, plugging. You'll, you're you'll right now. Really right now, you're plugging your GoFundMe, right? That's what you're plugging. Well, no, I, I want to tell the story behind it. You probably saw this on our Google Plus page if you follow us there, which you should. Um, 
on WGN Radio, Brian, the host of the show I produce, covered this story about um, some guy basically asked for $300 for a plane ticket to Miami to basically stalk his girlfriend on spring break. And he got it. And then some. There are other dumb Kickstarters, like the guy that asked for $10 for uh, to make potato salad as a joke. And people gave him $55,000 um, just because it was funny to make this guy basically kind of like win the lottery-ish. So um, in a rage on the air, on our show, on WGN Radio, I decided to make my own uh, GoFundMe to buy me a PlayStation 4. And just out of nowhere, I'm just like, buy me a PlayStation 4, because then I can review them on our podcast. Did you notice I plugged our podcast on WGN, by the way? Like I twice? did. I did. Yeah, I was so impressed. That's kind of cool. Um, it will convert to zero listeners because the average listening audience is is not the same demographic. But it doesn't matter. Our name was mentioned, so that's right. fun. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, I set it up. I set up, <laughs> I set up another jokey one because Brian says, oh, I'm going to New Orleans with my wife and we want to buy hurricanes to drink, which I thought – I don't think he meant to do it on purpose, but drinking hurricanes in New Orleans, like – I thought maybe it wasn't like the totally most appropriate. I so don't think a hurricane? Purpose, but... No, no, no. A hurricane is a specific drink that they make in New Orleans. No, they make, I make. I we used to make hurricanes when I live with Blake. It's all the time. it's super it's super popular in New Orleans. Wait, is it really? It really is. Like you get giant uh, ones that you hang around your neck and walk down oh, the street. Yes, there's rum in it, which is made with sugarcane, which is frequently sold in coastal areas. Oh, all right. So, okay. Well, anyway, um, so he started one, uh, let, give me money so my wife and I can buy hurricanes down there. Um, and that night someone donated $25. I mean, that's so legit. He, that's legit. I mean, that, yeah. so it's legit because the whole thing was basically like, well, other people are, are stupid and asking for money. They don't deserve to do dumb things. Let's do it too. Right. And then when he got that, I got the email notification. I thought to myself, well, what if, like, people actually gave me, like, what if I got $100? What if people, like, random strangers gave me $100 to buy a PlayStation 4? Like, part of me would be filled with self-loathing, but more so would be that I'm... But you'd also have a PlayStation 4. Okay, there's that. No, no, no. But, but, But more than that, it's not that I would, that I would, like, it's not that I hate the idea. It's that I hate that other people are okay taking money from strangers for stupid things and they don't feel bad about it. But I can't do it and not feel bad about it. Like if someone, some stranger gives me money, I'm going to feel bad. Like I'm going to feel like, well, there's no reason, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be like, well, yippee someone gave me free money, look at me. And like be an idiot and just automatically think it's a cool thing. So then I thought to myself, well, you know what? The only way to like, you know, create change in this world is to just be that change. So I decided, I, I, I said to myself, the only way to beat this is to just not care. So getting a PlayStation 4 for free will make you a true social justice warrior. Yeah, it'll make me a social justice warrior, basically. Yeah, I'm good. But, you know, this is what makes a lot of people mad about Anita Sarkeesian, like, is that she asked for a bunch of money on Kickstarter and no one really knows where it went. She got like hundreds of thousands of dollars to make videos. She but people would know where this money went. It would go towards your PlayStation 4. Yeah, and that's true. But what I'm saying is like people are mad about that. But at the same time, it's just in, like what they're more mad about is that they wouldn't do it. Like it's not like, oh, this girl asked for money and got all of it and didn't tell anybody where it went. And that makes me mad. It's that it's, it's actually a reflection on themselves saying, 
I wouldn't ask for a ton of money and take it and then not be transparent about but it. But that's the whole that that's the whole thing about crowdfunding is that it allows people to spend their money however they want to invest in ideas that may or may not come to fruition. Yeah, but I get it's that. it's still their money that they can put like if there was some guy that literally wanted to give you $450 for a PlayStation 4 because he really he or she really wanted to see you review video games and that was worth $450 to them they should be able to do that and they can and that's why I'm over it and I believe me if you want to give me money do it I'm not trying to plug it I'm just I just felt like just know just know I feel bad about it but do it but do it but I would feel bad but do it I'm not trying to plug it but you should it. give I'm it to me but do it like, I'm this, just going to feel bad about it this weird like moral like internal like kind of um question happened questioning happened and I like thought about things after posting it, but yes, you can give me money, but but I'm not expect like it's it's not a thing I'm really taking seriously, but it did produce thoughts that were thought, and I thought that I should think them thoughtfully. We have a comment on our Google Plus page on this broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, People Gallardo says you like penises. Fact. I mean, so there's that. Yeah, no, that was good. I don't know who that was directed at. I don't know if that was, like, for me or for John or for Blake or or all or we, all gamers. All ga- do all gamers or do just unqualified gamers like Pete? Like, I'm very curious as to fully understand who exactly in this equation likes penises. Or who doesn't? It could be, be anyone. Or who doesn't? Yeah. Really shorter list, actually. Well, that was a roller coaster of an episode, wasn't it? It was. It was half a beer. Miss and I think it, I think it fell oh, off the tracks. Yeah. What? No. I'm sorry. What? Are you still talking? I have a guest. I have company. How dare you really try to podcast with me? Answer me. I didn't, re- you didn't ask a question. That, I said, "How dare you?" That's that's not a question. How dare you is a question. What is a man? What is a man? That's a question. Yeah, he's... Do you even know? Did you wear your shirt? You know where your shirt is? Do you even remember to wear it? I played a video game. Hey, Blake played a video game. What is it? Shadowrun Returns. Oh, yeah, Blake played Shadowrun Returns. The Dragonfall campaign. That's like but a legitimate like a game that I kind of want to hear about. It's fun, but I should wait to tell you about it until i played more than a couple hours, because I get the sense it's about a 25, 30-hour game. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. So I think when you're done with it's that... It's really fun. I think when you're done with that, you do need to come back and talk about it. Uh, it will. It's a fun game. If you like cyberpunk, which everyone should. Everybody likes cyberpunk. Steampunk. Yeah, everybody likes cyberpunk. Mm, better than steampunk? Yeah, Much don't, you, don't steampunk. you Don't you want like a bunch of computer chips implanted in your arm and your brain and your face that like do crazy things for you? And like you're and in the back... Magic. And, like, you're in the back alley, like, with some guy with two suitcases, and he's like, hey, man, I got this implant for your cyber arm that'll make you punch through walls. And you're like, yeah, sign me up. And then he has to, like, he has to, like, download uh, some sort of weird driver for your arm that's, like, archaic, that's, like, 20 years old, but it makes this implant work. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. Isn't that kind of like Deus Ex, which is one of the first games you reviewed on this podcast? Yeah, De- I mean, Deus Ex is pretty cyberpunk. Deus Ex is a cyberpunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just played through Deus Ex: Human Revolution as well. That was the game I. That was the game I reviewed. Well, that look at awesome. you two. Why don't you just have sex? 
since you both play video games and like penises. Apparently. According to Pipo, to Pipo Gallardo. 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 But a game I did play to completion recently was Mega Man Network Transmission, which is old, because I like playing old games as well. Was that like the very, very, very first Game Boy one? No, Mega Man Network Transmission is uh, number two of the Mega Man Battle Network series, taking place in between Mega Man Battle Network 1 and 2. But it's side-scrolling, and I was in the mood to play old-school Mega Man side-scrolling platformer games, played through all of the Mega Man and Mega Man X series, and was still in the mood for them, so I played this other one that is basically old-school-style Mega Man game, but with Mega Man Battle Network mechanics thrown in. And I don't think anyone else played this game, except for Guy Taylor. Uh, I don't I don't think I've ever heard of it. No, it was on GameCube. No one bought it but no. me and Guy Taylor. Yeah, no, I definitely have never heard of it. And it was amazing. What was it called? Mega Man Network Transmission. If you like Mega Man old school, like Mega Man and Mega Man X games, it's worth a play. It's probably a 10-hour game. It takes maybe an hour to figure out the mechanics if you haven't played a Mega Man Battle Network game before. But it's really fun. It's on GameCube. Check it out. Mega Man Battle Network Transition Transmission. No. Mega Man Transmission Network. Yeah, Mega Man closer. Transition. Break Mega Man Transi- Transmission. Yeah. Mega Man Transmission. Is that what it's called? It's like a Mega Man style game, only in addition to being able to use your Mega Buster, instead of using other enemies' uh, weapons, you use different attacks that they might make you jump or do a dash attack or use some type of special weapon that attacks in a different plane of the screen and you can have a few of these equipped at once you equip them in the order you want to use them and you get them not just from the bosses you beat but from the regular enemies you fight Hmm. and it's good yeah okay is link in it though link isn't in it so it's got that against it but yeah yeah so it's not a perfect game all right well blake We'll have you back on again once you've finished Shadowrun, and hopefully Cody will give you more time to talk. And in fact, I might just do an episode with you and not him. <laughs> that actually sounds like a phenomenal idea. So I will take I will gladly take off next week because I'm sure I will not play Captain Toad until I finish everything in Hyrule Warriors. Which is at least another three hundred hours. At yeah. least. So so when you get done, we'll talk about Shadowrun again. Thank you for joining us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for Cody's behavior, but I have to apologize for his behavior to every guest we ever have on this show. It's my so. fault. I brought the beer. Yeah. So. And happy St. Patrick's Day. Look at the best. You're you're the best. Look at the Irish. Look at the Irish lad. You are the best. You are the best, lad and lassies. Lads and lassies and the pot of gold. The pot of gold in the rainbow. Holy shit. What, what happened to you? What? <laughs> <laughs>